0: Oh, dang it. Somebody grab your nipple, bud? No, I'm just really sore from CrossFit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I saw you up there Saturday. My wife giving you the runaround.
1: Yes. No, your wife is a really good coach. She was really encouraging. She explained the exercises very well. And uh apparently, Jason, I am a natural squatter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, how did it feel getting
1: told what to do by a woman, Alex? I don't know why you got to bring gender into it.
0: <laughs> no, she's an awesome instructor. She
1: really is. She des- definitely has a gift, and she would be. She would definitely be way better than all those TV instructors because she's actually a real person. She's not fake. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like Jess needs her own TV show. That she, she does. Just...
0: I keep telling her over and over again. She needs to start her own podcast. It would be way more successful than ours. <laughs> it just would be like she connects with people. I always kind of come off a little bit as an A double snakes. That's code word for ass. Um, and I don't know
1: what I am. I just show up and I'm just hey. Hi, it's everyone. Alex. Oh, so Jason, she we,
0: make you sore? Did she?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a little sore. Um, I, I took some vitamins and I uh, drank some water and I, I routine, routinely do some stretches. We are
0: Flintstone kids. Yep. <laughs> a million strong and growing. So
1: Jason, <laughs> we have an excellent show for the people here today.
0: Yes. I've been so looking forward to this. But before before we, we talk about what we're yeah, talking about today, absolutely. we have to mention uh our pulpit series is back. Boom. Back and with a vengeance, we're gonna really die hard vengeance. Our pulpit series is you, the listener, sending in your story of Jesus and what Jesus means to you. Mm-hmm. No, We don't care what background you're from, any of that stuff. We just want to hear what Jesus means to you, and we have an awesome sermon, our story, or whatever you are comfortable calling it. Um, I call them sermons. From our pulpit here at Not Your Pastors Podcast, Carrie Jellick dropped a bomb of a sermon in poetic form
1: yeah poet who didn't know it oh so, i didn't know it she probably knew it yeah but I i'm, I'm sure
0: she knew it because she wrote it right but we dropped that this past wednesday and you need to go listen to it if you haven't so pause this episode go back and listen to carrie jellick share jesus through a poem that she wrote it's um, truly amazing but on to this episode, Alex. So before before we talk about what this yeah. episode is,
1: I, I wanna share this story. Okay. I was at my old church. Yeah. And the pastor was he was making some type of analogy. Okay. As as pastors
0: do. Yeah, pastors do that.
1: And he literally says, It's kinda like that in that one time in Star Wars when Luke Skywalker And I kid kid you not, you you can't see this at home, but he goes like this. It says, live long and prosper. And I was just like, I I almost had a conniption because he just said, Luke Skywalker said, live long and prosper. And I'm like, total preaching fail. Are you serious? I am not kidding. You can ask Luke, my best friend Luke. That happened. It totally happened.
0: That. He was an
1: older guy, so I, I think he was trying to make a connection with some of the younger I've crowd. i
0: that there's a lot of younger kids here. So, so live long and prosper, oh Luke Skywalker quote.
1: It's like, no, bro, that's Leonard Nimoy, Mr. Spock. Oh, that's
0: upsetting. But we are talking
1: aliens.
0: Yes, aliens. I've been so looking forward to this. Okay. So, there's this podcast called that, that One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens. Yep. And I love it to death. And so good. I invited Jamie and Bree, the host of That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens, to come on our show and talk about aliens. Because yeah. we wouldn't
1: talk to them about our investment portfolios. Pro, pro, yeah. I can't even talk right
0: now. My 401k is booming.
1: My- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe we can have tea and crumpets on the veranda. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Samsonite.
0: So <laughs> it's <was> way off. <laughs> little
1: little and dumb and dumber for you. It's late, Alex. It is getting late. Uh we are re- we're recording in my basement super late tonight. But, but it's not
0: late for you, it's Friday morning. Hey Yay. So
1: anyway, guys, we we really hope you enjoy this episode. It was fun to record and I'm just gonna say this right now. This is this is gonna be one of many, I think.
0: Yes, Jamie and Bree are a blast and they know their stuff. So Jason,
1: do you want to listen to two guys who couldn't make it as pastors? No, we couldn't talk about something that's so controversial and so shrouded in mystery like aliens. Uh, I do. Then this is the podcast for you. <laughs> this is not your pastors.
0: So today we are talking with Jamie and Bree of that one time I was abducted by aliens.
3: Thank you for getting the name right. Yeah. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so freaking excited to talk to you guys.
3: Thank you. We're so I know we're so, so, so excited.
4: excited. Yeah, we we can't wait. We've been talking about it, and it's really exciting. So thank you guys for taking the time. Absolutely. to Absolutely. Thank you song. guys.
1: Yeah. Well, this is not your pastor's podcast If we didn't do this episode, we wouldn't be holding up to our name at all
0: No, it's so, true So, I mean, the, the whole premise of our show is Things that you're probably most likely not going to hear from the pulpit And mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard a sermon on aliens Alex, have you?
1: <laughs> I think I heard Ken Ham talking about aliens one time And how they were wow. true So, that's about as far as I go The Ken- answers are in Genesis, Jason <laughs> he- <sighs> Uh. There's
4: a first for everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. After, after this, it could, it could ignite a fire.
3: Yeah, just pastors around the world just talking about aliens from now
0: <laughs> on. Yeah. Well, yeah.
3: That would be awesome. So,
0: <laughs> so like, based off the title of your show, have you guys been abducted by aliens? Like, what's your story?
3: You go first. Absolutely. Okay, so we won't get too much into it because we haven't even gone into it on our podcast. I know you haven't,
0: know. which is like...
3: Yes. We've, we've been holding it out for a long time. <laughs> we've been purposely not talking about it because we want to hear a lot of other people's stories before we tell ours. Um, but I would be consider myself to be an abductee, and I think Bree would as well. I'm comfortable with the word experiencer
4: at this point.
2: Experiencer. Yeah. 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 She
3: doesn't like to say abducted because she, abducted kind of puts a spin of like negativity on it. Like yeah. you were taken like by force. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily think that's what happened a willing agree.
1: willing participant so yeah, like, but uh, I,
3: I wouldn't I wouldn't say willing but
4: open to it I'm gonna consider the fact that, that it's extremely possible that my physical body wasn't actually taken somewhere else and so that's why I would consider myself an experiencer as far ah. as what I know um yeah, I mean, I'm sure I could go into a regression and and get more detail. But as far as what I know, I just don't feel like my body was physically taken anywhere.
0: Okay, what's okay. I'm, I'm like fully on board because I'm going to share my <laughs> my stories here in a moment. Yeah, but.
4: We have a lot in common, the two of us. So I would love to hear your story because I think mine will be very similar to yours.
0: But be- before I like what is a regression because like a lot of the terms and stuff you guys are going to use our listeners have no clue. So okay, so regression, it
3: be- it's like a regression is when it, it's something called it's like a regression therapy. And you go in and it helps you remember things that you don't necessarily remember the things that are inside of your subconscious, you have to remember that your brain only stores so much memory,
2: okay. as
3: far as we know, and only so much of it is able to be accessed at a time. So they do things like meditations and, and hypnosis and things like that. And it's able to get you to kind of tap into your memories that you couldn't normally on your own get into. Yeah, absolutely. And also from what you've kind
4: of um, packed down to your waking self, you know, our our bodies just naturally, even when you experience trauma, will block out certain things that you've gone through and it's a complete defense mechanism. So when you're put under hypnotherapy and they can kind of take you to this deep place where your waking mind is not there and then kind of like your inner truth can come out and you can relive what you've gone through that mm-hmm. you probably do not remember
0: this is like this is why i love your show because you guys are so (laughs) like you know your stuff
3: we do like it's it's life at this point yeah i think that's kind of when when we talk a lot to each other we decided we're like at some point we know way too much to not talk about it yeah absolutely It, it was a waste for us just to talk to each other and not have other people listen in
4: yeah and just to bring a different light as well and that's kind of for me that's our goal is to take it into a sort of a different place and when people think of aliens and they think of abductees it's kind of this sci-fi concept of these crazy intruders coming into your room and these horrible experiences and don't get me wrong, that can happen, but there's so much more than that. And there's, that is the only part that's told over and over and over and over again. And it's like we just want to bring more of the truth, more of the story for people to get a bigger picture.
0: Yeah. So, I mean oh, – go, go ahead. I was just
1: going to say like the reason why we probably have that mindset is because uh, Hollywood has not been very kind to the, uh, to the mm-hmm. extraterrestrials except E.T., I mean, they were.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, ET was a misunderstood character, but I mean, he just he just wanted to come and
0: hang out. <laughs> eat, he Reese's pieces. <laughs> That's all he wanted to do. Exactly. Exactly. Oh yeah. man, we had Elliot. We had our boys. I've got three boys, nine ages, nine to five, and we had them watch wow. ET, and mm-hmm. no. They they will not watch it again because Aww. my oldest says well, I don't want to cry.
1: <laughs> it is pretty sad. Like when he goes it's, it's like any movie where you have like uh like some type of creature and a human bonding like Pete's Aww. Dragon when he has to say goodbye to the dragon oh, it's like
0: good yeah. night. They, like they no. won't watch Pete's Dragon again at no. all. I did have or Harry and the Hendersons. Get, just get out of here. I cried at the end of Harry and Hendersons. <laughs> Just go, damn it! It's like no, don't make him
4: go. They always do that. They're like, get out of here, go. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh man, I I had my boys watch Signs way too young. Oh <laughs> yeah. Why that would what you do? Bad. I didn't think it was too scary, and they were all on board until like the scene at the party where the alien oh, like his his legs awesome. like vomitous little children. <laughs> That, I'm Like, that little alien... Joaquin Phoenix yelling at the TV. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I That alien creeped out from behind that hedge, and my oldest, which was probably seven at the time, like, not... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, too young. I, I love how the the alien show is telling the guy who wanted to be a pastor that that movie's too old for <laughs> yeah. his Maybe <laughs> you
2: should have shown that to your kid. Yeah, yeah. They probably
0: should have been old. Yeah, I agree, but he... Like levitated, he was so scared. Oh like my God, yeah, I bet. he jumped off of my off of uh, my father in law's lap, off his grandpa's lap, and landed into my wife's arms and said, oh no. Turn it off, turn it off, turn it off like screaming that over and to this I, day I, I'd
4: be scared that young in all honesty too. I was scared. I wasn't even that young when I saw it in yeah. the theater. I was scared. I was
0: terrified. Yeah, but and those
4: those kind of things stick with you too. I
0: will say this though: behind my in law's house is this giant cornfield. Oh God! And <laughs> I think I told you this, but uh, we had a baby monitor. Um, Why? <laughs> no, it was a walkie-talkie. It wasn't a baby monitor. Okay, okay. But he had one walkie-talkie, and I had one, and I was sitting way up by the house, and you have to walk like way across this field to get to the cornfield, and I was like. Ollie, buddy, you walk into that cornfield and I will buy you <laughs> a Lego set. <laughs> and he gets up to the edge of the corn. He's like like a football field or two away. Just this little tiny kid walking into this giant Cornfield, okay. and then I started making like the clicking sound on the walkie talkie and he started running back toward the house <laughs> you, you...
1: <laughs> are the worst dad
0: I know it, the it worst was, dad award it was Duncan, so funny, everybody. but he he braved it out, and I bought him a Lego set, so there you go. um nice. no, but anyway, man, I just went way off on a tangent so
3: space themed uh Lego kit at least
0: what's
3: that <laughs> I said, I hope the Lego kit was at least space themed
0: um it was probably minecraft they're all Ugh. they're all into the minecraft i know oh. my 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 middle ones into the star wars so i got
3: very good i got
0: that to look forward to but anyway i'm going way off track so i asked you guys if you would share your story and i will respect your wishes because you haven't revealed it on your show so you I, i'm not going to push hard um, I can
3: share a little bit. Yeah, Brie Bree will share because she really thinks that your guys' story is very similar. Similar, So she really wants to hear yours and, and see how many similarities there really, really are. Yeah. All right. So um,
4: I would be willing to definitely share more than I think our listeners know about me, um, which is I have a pretty serious Christian background and. Um, I pretty much had your full blown type of born again situation when I was 16, I would say. Um, I was, I mean, my parents would tell me that I was like brainwashed. I was so into it, which I don't believe whatsoever as far as brainwashing. But I believe that that experience led me to spirit in general. And that's really what kind of opened up like the floodgates for me um, to see like this grander reality. And I had a sleep paralysis episode and it was very scary because, you know, obviously when you can't move, it's absolutely terrifying. But what was so interesting to me was that the first thought that came into my head was they're here, they're they're coming and they're here. And it was so weird because I never believed in aliens before. I never even paid much attention to it. This wasn't something that even my friends talked about or many movies that I saw. It was just this automatic realization that they're here. And it was so strange to me that it felt like I had known this, like deep down that I had like I've had this happen to me before. And like I knew who they were. And so that was kind of like the first sleep paralysis episode that I had that really freaked me out because I don't remember much other than that. I knew that the presences were there and that I was very conscious of that. I don't remember anything after that, opposed to, I don't know how, how long after it was. And I kind of came out of it and I'm like, something happened and I don't know what it was. And that was just forever, forever changed me. Hmm. And then I kind of Started to research like what the heck just happened. Yeah, that is so weird and who are they? How did I know that there was something else that was there to see me and it was deep down that I like I knew them It was it was this feeling huh. that I just could not shake until this day. I can't I could never get that out of my head Um And I've had a few other experiences other than that with sleep paralysis, but that was the first entry um, experience where that was just it was
3: so 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 yeah. deep and I, mean, and I think that first experience too is really what helped her start to remember the things that happened before that instance yes, before absolutely. she became conscious of, of what was going on she ended up getting into a lot of regression and, and really understanding like flashes almost. Mm-hmm. and then it's it's so weird how that Amazing. happens It's
1: so my, uh, my question just a real quick question when you, when you talk about the they was it did you feel like They were a peaceful or loving or if it it was a hostile feeling. I'm just curious.
4: I did not feel hostile uh, um, feeling at all, but I also couldn't say that I felt a loving presence. I think the only thing I could feel was my own fear as far as knowing that something else was there and that I knew who they were. That's what was the scariest thing to me. So I couldn't say like this loving presence entered the room and, you know, enveloped me with light. I can't say that. But I can also say that for sure it wasn't anything that I felt threatened by. I was just scared of what's happening. You know, why can't I move my body? Why is it that I am, can clearly see around me, but I can't move and I want to scream because I want to move and I can't. And they're here. It was it's so it's so strange to even for me to talk about because it's something I don't really have talked about with many people. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just like a deep knowingness, like there's something here and I and it's it's a group and I know who they are.
0: So do you remember seeing anything or hearing anything or you just had this this feeling, this sensation?
4: I would say a sensation, but at the same time. Like I could tell there was a number. Like a um I can't even explain how that would be. It was just more like maybe that I knew that there was a few, but I could not give you any detail as far as what it looked like. Yeah.
0: And, And you said you've never had any regression therapy.
4: No, right. not at all. I think I've I've been really scared to. I'm really not at this point because I've completely come to a different realization and there's no fear whatsoever. And I understand now that a lot of fear comes from our own fear of what we're projecting onto the situation because it's something that we don't understand. It's something that isn't talked about. It's something that we only see one side of. And so, I mean, it's... Other than that, um that was really the initial fear. Now I'm not I'm not scared at all. So I think I'd be more open to doing a a full on regression.
3: I think something too though, we've done a lot of regression on our own without going to therapy. Okay. And I think we've also gotten to a point where I don't know how much more I want to know, in all honesty. I've kind of had a lot of my <laughs> questions answered. I can't say that I've, I have know exactly everything that happened, but I've had a lot of my questions answered, and I'm kind of satisfied with what I know, and I don't think I need to know anything else,
4: mm-hmm. personally.
3: Yeah. But
4: it's, it's a weird thing to go through, especially, like, for me, it was kind of a – I put me in this weird place of really questioning, like, my faith and what that meant and, um, you know – there's really not much room for even there to be a question of both existing. And so when you're really on one side and you experience something that you really can't explain that people tell you is not possible, if, you know, if you believe one thing, then you can't believe the other pretty much. So that just like completely put me through a whirlwind. And it really, I would say like forever changed my life. Would you say like
0: have you always thought like the we're here type feeling that it was aliens or did you ever think maybe it was like angelic or demonic or some sort of spiritual thing or has it always been like aliens
4: um I think I knew that it was Aliens. I wouldn't, I mean, even the word aliens is so strange. Uh, I think I knew that it was an interdimensional type of being. Yeah. And it was weird because I kept feeling like when I'm saying they're here, that it was like a family coming to visit that. Yet I never even knew existed. But they knew you. Yeah, it's just it's the weirdest weirdest thing. Definitely not demonic whatsoever. Okay. And I have had experiences where I'm able to pick up weird things like that, and it's like you know, yeah, you know that this is something that is incredibly negative, yeah. evil, negative. Like get out of here. I mean, like trying to choke you type of feeling. I've been uh, in those types of situations. Uh,
0: nope. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um,
4: and surprisingly, that was actually at an old church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I went with my friend, it was her church. And I was like, there's something here that I just knew this is what that was really creepy. That was also confirming the other side of, I would say, like the angel realm, ultimate light realm. There's definitely an opposite, and I for sure felt that. So I can definitely tell the difference. Um, And that was just the first experience. There's been many since, in waking life as well.
0: Yeah, I think, like, maybe in our world, Alex, Mm -hmm. that aliens, angels, and demons overlap a lot. Would you say that? Well, yeah, I mean... For me personally, I mean,
1: I've never gone through any of these experiences before, and so like, I I can't really I can't really say anything to those, and I and I, and I don't want to discount anybody's experiences or feelings because they're not my feelings. They're not. They're, I've I don't know what you've gone through, but for me, from what I know, from what I know, just from my experience in the world, like I kind of kind of I do lump all those kind of together. Like I I believe in a spiritual realm, and I believe that in, within that spiritual realm, there's good and that there's evil, and so that and that stuff kind of does bleed through into our world and we get glimpses of it.
3: So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely. I agree.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah. I think for a lot of Christians, it's like, how do we fit? Like, there's all this crazy stuff with aliens going on. How do we fit it yeah. into our narrative? And that, exactly, that might be the best like pathway. Like, okay, well maybe that makes sense. And, and we can, I mean, we, we could get into some, some Bible and where it looks like, Hey, what's going on in Ezekiel chapter one and two sounds like uh, freaking aliens. Yeah, like they're exactly. talking about these wheels and metals and stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. No, that's, yeah. that's, I know that's it's just hard. a
0: journey song. The wheel in the sky, man, uh-huh. it just keeps on turning. <laughs> You're such a loser.
3: <laughs> Journey's such a good band though.
0: Sick.
2: But, oh. know, we, so we sick. agree
3: with you we agree with you on that because we were listening to your guys this last episode and you guys, when you guys were talking about stuff and, and some of the things that you guys were describing as like angels coming down and doing stuff, me and Bree, our visuals to listening to that immediately was aliens. (laughs) And so it's the different percept, like perception that you, that you see it from. It's like, we see it as one way you see it as one way. And it's the same text being read, but it's just seen in two different ways and two different beliefs. I'm more in the middle though. I would say Mm -hmm. I'm definitely, it's a little um... bit more
1: gray. It's not black and white. Right.
3: Absolutely, and see, and, I, and I, it's black and white to me.
4: Yeah, very black and white for her. For me, not at all. I would, I would um, say it's
1: it's black and white for me, but I'm probably uh, more on the the Christian realm, or right? like I think it's de- I think a- I think aliens are demonic. That I'm just gonna say I just think that's what they are.
3: Oh, we know,
1: we know, oh, we know. I I, I warned them beforehand. I told them yeah. I said it, Alex it, thinks. Hold on, hold are demonic. on. Let me get a. Uh, I think they're all demonic. We need to shoot them. Oh, you don't no. want to go that route. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that guy. But I mean, if but you know what.
3: What's beautiful about the world we live in, though, is that it's okay that you think that, and like that's it's fine if that's if that's what you believe and that's what your heart thinks and that's the reality you've created for yourself and uh, that's fine. We we don't want to ever force people to think that aliens are real or whatever. Everyone's gonna come to their own conclusions about stuff and everybody comes to it on their own time. And if you live your life not believing in them, you know that's that's just your life. And as as long as you're not hurting anyone or murdering people, you can (laughs) not believe in aliens. I don't care.
1: I'm not gonna lie. I I will watch a good alien movie. I don't mind. I don't mind being entertained by them, and by mm-hmm. in the least bit.
3: <laughs> so if if you think ang- or if you think that aliens are demons, like what what do you what do you say to like all the stuff that's in the news lately about space and you know extraterrestrial life being a possibility and going to other planets and looking on things like how how do you when you view something like that from your perspective, like what do you think?
1: I I guess the main thing that I think of is I I go I go back. Uh, to like just some of like the basics of like of my faith like what do I believe about God what can I what can I pull from the text that I know about the God that I worship and I know that the God that I worship created human beings in his image and his likeness and that we are the crown jewel of his creation like he, he, he didn't say he said about mankind he said that we were very good like when he got done creating mankind he said that we were very good everything else before that was just good but we were very good and so, like for me to think about that, there are these other beings out there uh, that are that are similar to us, maybe that they have some type of consciousness, that they have some type of intelligence uh, greater than any gr- greater than any of the other creative order. To me, it just kind of feels like cheated and not possible. So the way my mind goes is also that. There's there's a few different Bible texts and passages where it talks about Satan himself masquerading as a demon uh, or as an angel of light. So why could that not be the same for al- for aliens as well that they that it's they're just demons masquerading as something that they're not in order to mislead uh people away from God, the the God that they should be worshiping. So that's that's where I, I come from.
3: It, but I think that that's also a very big possibility that something that could be happening with people's aliens experiences with you hear about people who are getting attacked and things like that. That's absolutely one of the possibilities it could be. Um, I just like to think that there's more than one possibility for all of those. Well, things. that's
1: that's but, the thing too. I like the I like the thing too. Like, so Jason's like, Well, not every experience like yeah. could be could be possibly demonic. I'm
0: definitely not black and white. I'm definitely in the gray. So like
1: and so my kind of mind is like, Well, if it's it's if it's something good, like you you know, you always mm-hmm. hear these experiences of like people talk about like guardian angels or whatever where like they were like some somebody pulled them they were walking out into the street and they felt a tugging on their jacket pulling them back and they they got saved from getting hit by a bus or something and then they looked behind them like there was nobody there like well mm-hmm. what the, well that's really weird so i can definitely say like well those good instances are could be can be angelic could be god could be what, whatever you want to call it but then there's these bad instances, these evil instances. And that's why I asked, like, well, was the feeling that was, was when you were surrounded by they, when you were surrounded by this presence, was it something that you felt was hostile or demonic in any sense? And you said, well, no, not really. I was more
0: afraid. But so, yeah, that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. S- so, yeah. Like, so, like, to get biblical on those two schools of thoughts. So anytime that a human interacts with an angel in the Bible... It is terrifying, first and foremost. Yeah, of like course. they They yeah. are scared to death because it's something they've never seen or experienced before. Second, they are paralyzed. They can't move, which is kind of freaky to me. And they can't speak. They can't talk, um, which to me sounds a whole lot like sleep paralysis, whether they're mm-hmm. fully conscious and awake or, or not. Which, which specifically? Which specifically? For, which specifically? Was what specific
1: chapter? What 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 instance? Oh,
0: don't make me do book chapter. Because I, I'm not I looking them up right now. Because like i I'm, you know, my up.
1: immediate thought is when I think
0: about when <laughs> the
1: angel came, when Gabriel came to Mary. Like I
0: don't remember her. Mary's like an odd instance because Mary was not scared. Mary's yeah. like her own thing. What about Zechariah?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Ezekiel was terrified. Well, I'm not saying that they wouldn't be
1: terrified, but I'm saying the the paralysis thing. I don't remember them ever feeling like they they were
0: they stood still like I'll like they to, were dead I'll have to look them up for you. All right. But I uh, but it's on it, more than it, one occasion.
3: If an angel showed up right now in front of you guys, would you guys not talk or move? You'd probably be a little stunned at least. Oh, I would I'd definitely be stunned.
1: I'm not pants. I'm not saying that.
0: But but one of the but, one of the common themes that the angels do is the first thing they say is do not be afraid. Mhm. And and like that's a common theme across the board. Like so to me like one of the keys if I was like saw this weird thing in the room like the first thing I would like in my biblical narrative uh, is this an angel is this a demon is this an alien what is this thing if it told me don't be afraid well then I'd probably be like this is probably a good guy like uh, but there are instances where angels I mean are already terrifying figures are called upon in the Bible to do terrible things. Mm-hmm. like um um like the passover uh, and yeah. and when the israelites are in egypt and it says um god sent out a band of death angels to kill the firstborn everything like yeah. that doesn't sound like that's not what i would equate with peaceful or anything Absolutely. i mean ultimately an angel is a messenger right is mm-hmm. that...
4: Yeah, that's what the word means, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. We talked about that a little bit last week, but so I mean, they're they're to do God's bidding, whatever that may be.
1: But isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just enacting God's judgment on the Egyptians. They
0: are. I'm just saying, from from a human perspective, like, hey, here's this weird Dementor Harry Potter thing, <laughs>
3: like. You're just coming through, killing everybody. Yeah, just killing. The I mean, first yeah. corn in, of everything. in the Ten
1: Commandments, starring Charlton Heston, it was just a green mist, <laughs> just <laughs> okay. going through everybody's house, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, why are people falling over like flies? Uh,
2: <laughs> um. Yeah,
4: it's it's definitely interesting, and so I mean, um, again, with how we wanted to kind of shed different light on type of um, experiences and contact and abduction scenarios is you know there's almost this like just the initial fear that everyone focuses on but there's this incredible message that people are getting worldwide time and time and time and time again and there's even research from you know different doctors and psychologists that are kind of taking these situations that people have gone through with contact and kind of going through step by step by step and it's kind of like at the end they end up this spiritual person And it's with every person. And I think even with you, I think that's affected you as well. Mm, Of course. So to me to think that it could only be demonic, I mean, I can understand it kind of masking itself to maybe seem like this, you know, like false light, I guess you could say. But at the end of the day, the message is always the same. And it's always love, to love one another, yeah. to be compassionate to one another. Well, maybe
1: maybe I should rephrase it a little bit. So like, there's uh, there's there's lots of texts that talk about testing the spirits. Mainly f- right. for for the for the Bible people out there, First John four, where it says to test the spirits. So like when you when you come across something like this, something that you can't really explain, then there's there's a little bit of like a, a test that you could do. In order to maybe help determine, and maybe help kind of decipher what this greeting is. So, like mm-hmm. when, like, like when we talk about like the angels visiting various people, various authors of the Bible, or various uh, like people in the Bible, like Mary, like you know that those are angels fr- sent from God because they they talk about the way they talk about God, the way they they ex- they expound like expound about the name of God and give all him all the glory and reveal the message that they that he has for that particular person. We know we can from reading the, those texts and knowing what our god is like that we can say like ah yes that 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 is clearly a spirit sent from god not a spirit that's demonic so maybe mm-hmm. l- i'll just rephrase that a little bit that there are there is a test that mm-hmm. uh pr- primarily first john 4 would give us that's test the test of spirits
4: yeah i mean even people um lots of people account for being shown kind of this horrible apocalyptic type of situation that happens on the earth and it's like the one thing they take away is like your environment take care of your environment like you have the power to change each other that's
0: interesting
2: and so
4: and yeah and so it's like people are yeah i mean these are kind of scary experiences but every single person comes to this this positive realization
3: which yeah is, at the end of it they might be afraid in the beginning but when they get to the end it's just it's so much of a it, it, spiritual experience for them it's it's like it's almost like they, they saw God without seeing God but,
4: huh. even, but apart from that as well one thing that I hear over and over and over again um, from other experiencers as well is the message of don't worship us that we're not your saviors
0: oh my gosh yeah that's all throughout and, the bible and that yeah. we would
4: have And that we would have, we would have, I mean, let's think about it. If they know we're here, why wouldn't they have already come and taken over us? Why hasn't the end of the world already happened? you know, if they were going to come here and destroy us all, what are they waiting for? Because it's not going to happen. They're not our savior. They're also not going to be our
3: destroyer. At this point, the message is kind of like you're destroying each other. The way that we see aliens and, and their contact with us is we're a giant. Our whole planet's a giant toddler throwing a fit. And they want nothing to do with us, in all honesty, until we grow up and mature. Because right now, all we're doing is running around, starting wars, ruining our own planet, murdering other people. We're just not on a basic human good level in in our society. And I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. And I think that a lot of the ETs are just kind of sitting out there waiting for us to catch up to them, to get on their level and get on their consciousness to understand things in a greater sense than just what's on Earth
0: yeah that's yeah. that's interesting because I mean from like a TV standpoint, you hear an abduction are these experiences and it's probings like like right. why it's are they like, so oh, concerned God. with anal probes like I don't get it yeah. but exactly. but were you I'm just talk- thinking about
1: like <laughs> what do you what? I just think of that SNL skit with what's her name
0: oh you you
3: said this last Kate week. McKinnon yeah Kate
1: McKinnon <laughs> and she's just like, yeah that, that's not how that's not how it was with me. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody else is talking about this warm, welcoming light. She's like, yeah, they were po- yeah. they were poking at my poop. Shoot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and honestly, though, like personally, what I would a- account something like that, to is you're being abducted by the government and not aliens. And oh, that's terrifying. Conspiracies. And, yeah. Now yeah, we're talking li- now, my now, lab. Yeah. Now we're talking my lab experiences where, you know, our government's abducting people and purposely doing horrible things to them. So they run out and tell their experience to the world. And everyone else is like, look at this crazy person talking about this. It's oh, just, my gosh. But
4: not to deter us too yeah, far off yeah. the subject
0: I know it You're so, thinking false flag episode ruined me
3: <laughs> I just want to say,
0: yeah, it ruined me.
4: It
3: gets so much worse. You know than what's that. funny is, like, we we really didn't want to get too much into it. We really just wanted to like throw stuff out there and be like, go look at it yourself, because mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't want to be those people like 9/11 was an inside job, but we were like, hey, well, 9/11 was kind of weird. Maybe you guys should go look at it. Yeah, I well, did like,
0: for about three weeks straight. <laughs> <no problem. laughs> yeah, Jason would just text I me. I went down. I went down such a depressing hole. But I like I, I don't want to derail this episode. So, um. I guess I'll share my experience.
3: Yes, please. It is.
0: There's two of them specifically. And I refuse to do the regression stuff. I won't do it. Um, no, we
3: understand. Yeah. Are you
1: just wait. You're going to wait for Jesus to tell you when you see him. Hey, wh- yeah. what was that thing all about? When
0: I meet Jesus, I'll ask. <laughs> and he'll probably be like, you should have done regression therapy. And he would have figured it out a whole lot sooner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a possibility. I would
4: suggest just even try, like, for me, honestly, I it got to a point where I was like praying every single night, like, show me the truth. Oh. I am so conflicted. Show me the truth. And I would, I would like cry and cry because I was so conflicted. And like, my mentor at the time, when I would try to talk about these things, she would just tell me over and over again, you can't walk one foot with God and one foot in the world. And And that's exactly what's just like stuck with me. Like I was being ripped apart and it was, it just really, it took me a really long time and all of these things happened, but pretty much I, in my own way, I had a waking experience and it was absolute confirmation for me. And it was almost at an entire Oh my gosh, maybe even like three hours before, like praying and praying for me to have this confirmation. And then I did. And when it happened, all I could do was cry. Hmm. I was just bawling tears. And I just felt love. And I just felt like there, there is both. There is. And you have to find that your own way. And that's between you and God. That's just my story is that's what I felt. And for me, that was confirmation. And it's like, you're not going to find that any from anyone else other than you and God. And so I would just suggest, ask those questions now. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you have these thoughts, you have these experiences and it doesn't matter if other people are going to tell you that that's not right. And that's not real, or that's not this, go straight to the source, ask for yourself. Yeah. You
3: know, I'm
0: I'm, ask I'm for a that big wisdom. believer. Ask for that
3: wisdom, brah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so tell tell us what happened to you. Yeah,
0: yeah Jason. Jesus is going to come back say you are loved. Recycle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Take care of your planet. Um That just makes me think of the Simpsons episode with Mr. Burns. Which which <laughs> one? There's a lot of Simpsons episodes where with he, Mr. where he, where everybody thinks he's an alien, but really he's it's oh, mis- it's yeah. an alien and it's Mister Burns. He's just like I
2: am love. Yes, <laughs> and then Homer just wants to like
0: chase him and beat him with a stick. He's he's like glowing in the woods. Uh, that that episode's great.
4: You guys are hilarious. Uh,
0: yeah, that was you like their,
4: were...
0: <laughs> that was like their X Files episode. Yeah, right and they actually had Mulder and Scully on that yes, episode they too. Did. We. <laughs> <laughs> We love The Simpsons.
3: The Simpsons predict life. Know
0: I know it specifically old Simpsons. I haven't watched too much new Simpsons, but old Simpsons. Okay, so uh, my experiences, and if our listeners have, you know, tuned into other episodes, we had Sarah Fader on over the summer who did dream interpretation. So this, I told both of the. Oh, I think I told one of these stories, but yeah. maybe not as in as much detail. And she just came away saying that I'm a very spiritual person, um, but. <laughs> Um, I, I was probably holding back a little bit Because I wasn't telling her what I I wanted her to interpret the dream Without me giving a whole lot of detail So the first mm-hmm. experience was sleep paralysis And my wife and I were in our apartment And this was before we had kids And I woke up But paralyzed And in the far corner of the room Again, I'm fully mm-hmm. awake But I can't move in the far corner of the room was this incredibly bright light, so incredibly bright that it hurt my ears because it was also extremely mm-hmm. loud, but there was no noise. like that's the only way I can describe it it's it's completely bizarre. and I totally so <laughs> i I'm terrified um like what is this? like you know how you, like your ears ring and you get like that tone in your ear like It was Mm -hmm. like that, but it was so loud it hurt my ears. Um, But again, there was no noise. It was just, it was that bright and so white in the room. Like the whole room was just intensely lit up. And I'm very conscious of where I'm at. I'm in bed. I can't move. My wife is next to me. She is breathing. I am here. What is going on? And then um, I'm laying on my side um, with my like the side of my head's down on the pillow and I feel something, um, press in on my temple and it started pressing harder and harder and harder. And it was pushing my head down into my pillow, into the bed and it hurt bad. It hurt so freaking bad. And then I started hearing bones cracking and I am, I'm awake. Like I am, I'm fully awake. And that's when I started screaming, but I couldn't scream because uh, I'm paralyzed. And I started almost screaming to the point where I'm hyperventilating. Mm -hmm. And it was my heavy breathing that woke my wife up. And she's like, what is going on? Like she heard me breathing, like gasping for air. Wow. And... Again that whole time Like I would not say I was dreaming I was past the point of dreaming to where I was awake Uh, Mm. I was in the room This thing Was in the room Whatever was pressing down on my temple Was in the room And the pain was real The Like my ears hurt from the sound And I was messed up For a good 30 45 minutes afterwards Mm -hmm. Um that was my first experience. Um, my second experience happened um, probably two years ago. We were staying at my cousin's house down in Indiana, which I hope she's not listening to this because she's just going to be terrified <laughs> and I yeah. haven't told her.
3: she's I
0: told her jokingly, like, Oh, I had a dream with aliens, <laughs> but it was really creepy, terrifying. And I was awake and it was real. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't go into that detail. Like your your house is creepy. It's a really old, super old, one of the oldest houses in there. Like and we were already telling all kinds of ghost stories beforehand, so I didn't uh I didn't want to upset them. So um again, sleeping in this room uh with my wife beside me um I wake up and it's full-blown sleep paralysis again. And so I've only had sleep paralysis three times. And two of them, I would say, were really bizarre alien. The other one was this dream where I was driving down my road. And um, I, I kept like, you know how your car is in idle and you're going like 15 miles an hour? It was like that, but the car kept speeding up and I couldn't do anything. I couldn't hit the brakes. So that was – and then I woke up in sleep paralysis. And then a few minutes later, I can move – Um. That one wasn't as bizarre as the other one, but that was that was the other time? So this time, at my cousin's house, I I wake up and I can't move, and there are at least two aliens. And when I say aliens, I'm like 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 you would picture aliens, like little green men. Probably. Hey, uh, I would say, um, you're staring off into the distance. Are they here? No, are oh, you getting scared?
2: <laughs> I'm freaking like
0: Alex that. out. That was favorite, I have told yeah. you this. I have no loaded firearms here. I know. I,
2: I walk into in Alex's
0: car, front door and he's got this big, this big duffel bag full of ammo. Um, he
3: got it for Christmas.
0: I got it for Christmas. Yeah. I know.
3: Um, I'm a, look. Anytime anyone gives guns or ammo to me, I'm I'm good. I love it. I'm down. <laughs> That's right. But I have an entire. I live on a compound yeah. and I have an entire room full of ammunition, just pallets and pallets of it. So yeah.
0: Yeah. See, I Here. thought solidarity. Yeah. You know? Is that the
3: right Zombie term? Bulbs.
0: Yeah. See, you and Alex just became best friends. <laughs> um, I on the other hand have never shot a gun. Um, yeah. Just we
3: either terrified. Oh, I took her to the shooting range and she had a panic attack. I didn't have of a all... full on panic attack, but I was like, she nope, ran back to the car. Here.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. You talked about at your birthday party getting me to shoot guns. That's all I wanted for my birthday, and, you, and you, instead you got no. me a thing of rum. I was like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I get, I get, I get super scared around guns. Don't know why. Anyway, 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 I want to yeah. hear more okay. about the Green Men. All right, yeah. so yeah. there. Are, They're about, they're standing over the edge of the bed, so it's not like, well, there was one that might have been shorter than the other, and I'm not sure if there were two or three. There may have been three. Um, They were. What's that?
4: What are their eyes like? Big. Like, do you have a full detail of what they look like?
0: uh, Just like your standard picture of an alien, like.
4: Okay. I don't. Like a gray alien?
0: Yeah, grayish green. Like it would have been your stereotypical alien. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. Big eyes, like kind of a pointy chin, round head, um, greenish grayish color. And, um, I would say off the edge of the bed. Cause there were two of them at the foot of the bed and there may have been a third one off towards my wife that was shorter. Um, but I would say between four and five foot tall. Okay. But not five foot. Yeah, it would, it would have been right around four, four and a half feet. Um, and one stayed at the foot of the bed. And again, there may have been a third off in the corner. I wasn't too focused on that one because the other one walked around to the side of the bed right next to me. And oh was kind of, uh, kind of hovering like three feet away. I mean, he's at the edge. He's like at the side of the bed now. So I wake up, there's, there's clearly two at the foot of the bed. And then one walks around to the side of the bed closer to me. Um, and the only thing that I could think to do was to tell them that I knew they were there. <laughs> um, mm-hmm.
2: I, so, I know you're
0: there. <laughs> so I kept yelling In sleep paralysis, I kept yelling over and over again, I see you. Like I I see you! (laughs) Like I was yelling it, but it's in sleep paralysis, so it's like,
4: I see you. I like mentally yelling.
0: (laughs) No, I was yelling. Like I was letting this thing know that I knew that it was there. Um and I yelled that like three or four times as loud as I could. Uh, until my wife woke up again from me, she heard me breathing loud or something, There's and then she touches me, and they go away, and the sleep paralysis goes away. Like she like grabs my shoulder, like "Hey, wake up!" And that was the that was the same instance too. When that when the room was super bright white, um, I couldn't move until my wife touched me, like wow. In both instances, so, so those those are my like stories. Both both terrifying. Uh, I mm-hmm. don't think I would be brave enough to do regression therapy or hypnotic therapy or anything like that. And it was, it was kind of interesting after the first one for like weeks. For, I mean, forever. I was like, what the hell was that? What mm-hmm. was that? And then I was watching some sort of show where they talked about regression therapy. And I was like, should I do that? No,
2: nope. like,
0: There's a common denominator. Okay.
1: Jess, she's always sleeping next to you.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. What if you guys tried. And
3: she's always the one to pull you out of it. What
0: if you guys tried bunk beds? (laughs) What would happen then? Jess would love that. (laughs) She would love that. We got each. Our Christmas present to each other was a king size bed, and she absolutely loves it because it's like, I'm not even there.
4: Oh my
0: gosh. (laughs) Yeah. That's
4: That's really interesting. So, everything that you said to me. I mean, the first moment when you mentioned the bright light and how it was so bright that it hurt your ears. Yes. That's a high frequency. That's why that's hurting your ears, because that light itself is such a high frequency. Yeah, it's pulsating. Yeah, that your, your being itself is reacting to that. Yeah. And I'm just going to, I mean, I don't want to like put I don't know. I feel like you want our input, but at the same time, I don't want to tell you something. So I'm gonna say that it's
3: a possibility. Yes. You were abducted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jason, they took you. They took yeah. you, man. You yeah, think no, no, they no, actually no, no. like, like, if I were to do a regression, that you think they took me, like? No. No,
3: okay. No, no, no. And no that's, not necessarily. Well, that's why. I... But I'm can... gonna say it's a possibility because what we don't really when you. You don't really know anything for definite. Like yeah. For real, real definite. So I'm going to say it's a possibility. What it sounds like to me is that you definitely had an experience. Yes. But I can't, I couldn't tell you whether or not you were abducted. I will say the one episode that you have that sounds the weirdest to me, though, is the one sleep paralysis episode where you don't think it had to do with aliens. I think that's the one that has the most to do with aliens.
0: Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs>
3: yeah, Because I see him in a car like traveling and waking up, I think that you were traveling in a spaceship and that you woke up back at home and they put those memories in your brain th- to make you think that you were riding in a car, but really they abducted you. Well, do you
4: have these dreams? That's terrifying. Which, I know. Is it like you're trying to move the car and forever, for whatever reason
3: you can't, is that what this dream is? Uh, uh, no, he was sitting in it and it kept, Getting faster and faster, like it was idling, and then it was moving faster and faster, and that's what yeah. makes me think spaceship. Things makes me think of like a hyperdrive, where you start off slow and then take off. Hmm.
4: Okay, so that's an interesting perspective for her to say. So I would like to tell you my perspective. Okay, I think that you are an absolute experiencer, and okay. I think that. When how I called myself an experiencer as well and I said I don't feel like I was abducted because I don't feel like my actual physical body was taken. I think that that can also be the same with you. And there's been lots and lots of research. Actually, if you really wanna get into it, I would look up um John Mack just okay. to throw that up for you. Um, or anything Doctor Stephen Greer. No, no, John Mack, he he. He's a <laughs> Harvard Medical, this guy is, he, he's gone now. Oh, and, and,
3: case. and Dr. Stephen Greer wasn't a doctor? Okay, anyways. <laughs> okay,
4: go ahead. Anyways, um, that he's coming to these conclusions, or he came to these conclusions that a lot of the time your physical body wasn't actually taken, it was your light body into an etheric realm. Hmm. And so there's a possibility that that happened with you and that's what I think has happened with me I don't feel like my actual physical body boarded a craft and then I had like some weird things drilled into me I mean that's a possibility but I think it makes more sense for me from what I've seen and what I've gone through and then also hearing from you that that's a very high possibility that it was like your light body yeah your
0: soul. I definitely yeah. don't feel like if more stuff happened than what I experienced especially that first time I don't feel like I was anywhere else. Like, I feel like it all happened yeah, yeah. in the room because <laughs> that was like, I woke up feeling that the most, like it happened here. Like it, it was here. It wasn't someplace else. It was in my room, in my apartment.
4: Especially since your wife was able to touch you and bring you out of that. Yes. She would have been able to see them. Right. If it was, if it was like physically, not, if, if in it there. was a physical, like if you were somewhere else, I think you were definitely. I mean, I don't want to like throw in a different dimension, but you know. That oh goes. God, absolutely. So you yeah. might have slipped into a parallel universe, and you're yeah,
0: talking Yeah, <laughs> and crap.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. The upside down.
0: Uh, exactly. I'm laughing, exactly. but I'm not laughing. I'm really interested. that's no, great.
4: In... We we laugh about this we all, laugh the time. About all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know that's the reality. So that's what I think is a really great possibility. But I mean honestly.
1: You can put that in your Twitter you bio, mean. Jason. Yeah, I'm an experiencer. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm going to say like, I'm, I mean, I I'd feel I'd say experiencer for sure, but I'm going to say it's a possibility. I'm not going to say yes or no, because I think it's up to you to decide and whether you want to dive yeah. into it Ultimately, and figure it out that it's up is to your you. choice, But yeah. in my personal opinion, I will say 100%. I think you were visited, <laughs> yeah. and I think I think what's yeah, important absolutely. though is what you're gonna take from it, yeah. not necessarily what happened during it, mm-hmm. but what you continue to go on with your life doing. Yeah, like what what takes
4: you from from there to now and in, in your future? Like, you know, how do you feel?
0: Yeah, I've never even thought that deep about it. Just don't happen again. <laughs> like, <laughs> so what happens if it happens a fourth time? Ah, uh, I don't know.
4: Maybe you'll have a different outlook on it. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe maybe it's like
0: a start. maybe it's like a puzzle being put together and I've only seen like a handful of pieces but don't have a full picture.
4: Well, you know, sleep paralysis in general is just like the scariest thing. I it think, is
0: terrifying. You
4: know. And people that have never gone through an experience yeah, don't they understand. have absolutely no idea. And it doesn't matter how detailed that you get into your experience, if someone hasn't gone through it, they might just be like, okay, well that sucks and that sounds like a bad dream. They will never understand until they're in your shoes if they've actually gone through it. So I think it's definitely normal to just never want that to happen again yeah. because it's absolutely terrifying. Have, it is. Have you it's... ever had anything like that?
1: I've only had a night terror.
0: Yeah, you've had some crazy had night terror stuff, Ever since my not... daughter's
1: been born, I I don't... I mean, I get good nights sleep sometimes, but then like other nights I'm, I I just I feel like my sleep has never been the same since I had a daughter.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> Kids like
1: will do that. And so like I had a night terror one time where I I my wife came home and I don't know if I sensed that she was in the room or whatever, but when she, as soon as she walked into the room, I I guess I sprung I sat straight up in the bed and I just started screaming at the top of my lungs.
2: Oh my god. Oh my goodness.
3: Yeah.
1: And then and then she's like, "Alex, Alex, Alex." And then I'm just like, "Yeah, what?" What? She's like, do you realize what you were just doing? I was like, no. She's like, you were just screaming at the top of your lungs. What? Do you have a nightmare? I'm like, no. I I can't remember what I was dreaming about or what happened before this event.
2: Strange. Yeah.
1: So according to how stuff works, that podcast, they said that that's a night terror.
4: Hmm. It could definitely be a night terror. I can see that. So absolutely. We're
0: like. Or, like, um, like, you've guys given me a lot to think about because I haven't... <laughs> Good. I, Jason's I honestly, world. I haven't, like, I haven't thought that, like, deeply about, like, what does this mean or, or why or anything of that nature. Just more, like, a uh, curiosity of, like, what was that, but not, mm-hmm. like, that it could have meant, like, it could... It could have meant something else or more or anything of that nature. What if um, we What if we spent the night
1: together? Like, what if we slept in the same room? And I wonder if we would experience it together. Then what would happen? Uh, let's try know, it. But it slumber party. Let's
2: try don't wanna, it. You guys don't I you want to,
3: guys don't have be... to be together because me and Bree have experienced stuff at almost the exact same time being mm-hmm. in completely different places yeah. in the exact same thing. Exact yeah. same thing. Uh I'm just going to.
1: Do they listen to your podcast? And are you upset that you don't get credit for the SoundCloud plays? The aliens.
2: <laughs> mm, I don't
3: mind it. I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me.
1: So like, come on, let, leave us a review. I'm just gonna <laughs> and say. It's,
3: actually, it's not the aliens that I think listen to us. It's the CIA. Uh, he's the guy. Oh, his name's Carl. He's in charge of bugging my phone and reading all my text messages. What? Um So I, that's that's the plays that I'm I'm mad that don't wait and make us that don't count. Crazy.
0: Yeah. No. So I mean, if we do sleep together, Alex, can I be the big spoon? <laughs>
4: I did Ooh.
0: separate sleeping bags, Jason. Oh. Well, we can be you in sleeping bags, but I still
4: don't. Just don't keep it zippered.
0: <laughs> I just want to be the big spoon. Jess never lets me be the big spoon. I'm always the little spoon. I don't like being the little spoon.
4: So do you <laughs> have any other dreams um, that could be alien in context? Do I, you have any I other?
0: did have a dream like uh, last week Um well, I have dreams all the time, and I remember a lot of them. Last night, I had a dream that Carrie Brownstein was flirting with me, and it was awesome, from uh, Portlandia. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say,
1: is that Portlandia? Yeah. And uh, mine, mine is, I'm always was, in like, a different was, Friends episode. Yeah, you you got
0: the oh. Friends dreams. So. Yeah, she was, my wife got <laughs> mad when I told her this. But yeah, she was flirting with me, but really bad, like really poorly flirting. Like, we were playing soccer, and she would try to fall down on top of me, and like... <laughs> it, was like, it was really bad. Um, <laughs> um, no, but like a week or so ago, I had a terrifying dream. Um, so there was, I didn't tell you this, Alex. So um, I didn't tell my wife this. I don't even know if I want to repeat it. You don't have do to. It. As a don't I have have to love to how do one it. one said, <laughs> just, "Do it." and The I'm other one said, curious. "No, don't do it." It's like you guys are two sides of a coin.
4: I know. Yeah. Oh. I, I I was just curious because, like, for me, ever since then, I have dreams like consistently
3: about that aliens. are
4: like, yeah, where oh. I think most of most contact definitely happens in dream time. I would say.
0: Okay, so I won't I won't repeat all the dream because I really don't want to. But the portion yeah. of it that seemed alien-esque i guess was um i was in my house and heard this gigantic crash like this well not a crash but this gigantic noise going through the air and i'm like that's an airplane crashing and so i um i look out my window just in time to see this craft crash into the house a street over from me cuz i live in a subdivision and it wasn't my subdivision it was it was like my subdivision but wasn't my subdivision so this thing crashed into a house across the street and the guy who lived there was um he was across the street um talking to one of his neighbors and watched the whole thing happen and he was very upset his house just got destroyed um (laughs) and he comes up to me um you know he's he's crying he's wearing this weird futuristic like tunic robe type thing um like he's fully covered but his shoulders are exposed and he was crying and upset and he wanted me to pray for him um and so yeah, Alex is giving me like, what's going on? So he wanted me to pray for him, and so of course you do. Um, I did not want to pray for this guy because I did not like him because um, he could not be trusted. <laughs> and so, <laughs> uh, and Isn't so that why
4: you should? I, <laughs> That's exactly why you should. Yeah, I like
0: I reasoned in my mind like, okay, I will pray for this guy, but I have to touch his shoulder, I have to touch his bare skin to find out if he's demonic or not because. When I touch his skin, like if he's demonic, then he'll start to burn like, or something. It was bizarre. But again, that's leaving out the first half of the terrifying part of the dream that had to do with my children, which I'm not repeating. Um, it was
3: just it was just the craft that was more of the alien part of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, this... Like, yeah, exactly. So... Uh,
3: I get what you guys are saying.
0: Okay, uh-huh. so, I mean, we're already, like, a full-blown hour into this interview.
3: I, I was like, we have 6% left on the computer.
4: I, these are the kind of things that I feel like we could talk about forever because there's so many different things to just go back and forth and back and yes. forth. And to me, this is a really important topic because, like I said, I come from... More of a background like you guys and then kind of in this other alien realm. And so now that I'm in the middle, I I would like to form more bridges and gaps between the two worlds. Yeah,
0: I think it's incredibly important, too, especially as Christians, like especially for Alex and I who read a ton. Like I read a ton and most of it's theological type stuff or are books that are helping me like understand the Bible. I don't read a whole lot of stuff outside of it. So when I see something mm-hmm. that's that would appear on the surface level to be way outside of faith, like right. I try to incorporate it. Like not like purposefully all the time, but it just it's just what happens. It's just the way my brain goes. I'm a super spiritual person. And it's like, okay, well, how do we make sense of this? How does this fit in mm-hmm. the Bible? And sometimes Sometimes they they don't like Alex is really into Bigfoot. Right. Like Bigfoot's not in the Bible, unless we or go, right. is he or is he unless we go giants again like last week. Nephilim. Um,
3: yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, or, or is Bigfoot an alien? Um, Boom. They could. Oh, bring down the rabbit hole. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: I think for me, what it came down
4: to, because I was, I, I mean, I feel like I was in the exact same place as you. And I just, I got to this point where I asked myself, like, could I really say that all of the glory of creation and God, could it really all be confined to what's inside of that book? Or could there be so much more?
0: I think there's so much more. Hands, so much on. more. Like, how
4: can we confine it just to that book? Like, wouldn't that be confining creation in general? And I just feel like there's so much magnificence that we can't even comprehend that I just, I couldn't continue to shove it in that box.
0: Yeah.
2: And And
4: then it just like... Exploded.
0: No, and like you saying, shove it into the box, that's like the worst thing we do with the Bible because we, we look at things around us and we say, well, well, how does this fit? Well, here's this yeah. here's this passage that was written to this certain group of people by this person conveying a mm-hmm. specific message at a specific point in time, but let me exactly. try to fit aliens into there. <laughs> like mm-hmm. fit, in well, chat, uh, so. Not just aliens, but anything. And I mean, that's how you get all kinds of poor interpretation and... It, in my opinion but man i had so many more questions about ufos and things Maybe
3: it's okay. another time. you know yeah if you yeah. you guys want to have us back we definitely want to have you guys on and we could talk more about this eventually but i definitely think we should wrap it up here okay
0: and yes i call I, it I a agree. night guys yeah we're we're tired <laughs> Yes, We're
3: not cause it's only o'clock. I know. 8:00. Thank
4: you guys so much. for. <laughs> I know the time difference is wild. Horrible, so yeah. We really, really appreciate you guys. No to, worries. Yeah. really take the time and do this. I mean, I, I just think that's ultimate dedication to what you guys do. And yeah, and
3: thank you guys very much for having yeah. us on. We really were excited. It was
4: such an honor. And we really la- enjoy your guys' podcast. thanks. I've listened thanks. to you oh, You guys are great together. You guys are hilarious. I think you have a great way of bringing your message Don't to face, Alex. all types <laughs> of
0: people. <laughs> thank you so much. And like I'm going to I'm gonna say this. So last year, we had this podcast on called Church and Other Drugs. And I called it, Alex. I called it. They were <laughs> 10 episodes deep into their podcast. And I said, you guys are going to get huge. And they oh, did. And so now I'm going to call that with your podcast. I <laughs> mean, uh, is that
3: the Jason touch that, you, that we did? Yeah, oh, I'm wow. like,
0: I'm... Are podcast Rodamus, process-
3: yeah, united. You're one and zero, so let's make it two and zero.
0: I think I think your podcast is going to be huge because you guys are awesome and your content Thank is you. brilliant and you guys know what you're talking about. And I think having your two personalities together makes the show like it's awesome.
4: Thank you. Boom. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I could I could draw like a tear. Like it's me so much. <laughs> We really are just ourselves and I worry so much like, you know, we're a little strange. We're such opposites, but it's really, really, really heartwarming to know that it affects anybody. And so to hear that from you is, it's really, it's such an honor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And
3: Alex, you're going to have to listen to at least one episode. I will.
1: Right now. (laughs) So I don't know if you heard me say this in the podcast before, but I have a free, I basically get free audio books and I've just been putting down. Stephen King novels left and right. Love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Alex is working on a book. Yeah, I'm working on a book. Well,
3: When oh. you're when you're done in your book, I, I suggest the beat Me at Santa episode. Yes. Oh
0: <laughs> man, I was going to talk about that. that, you, your that top cool. 5 your top 5 alien movies. Oh. Yeah, you top alien movies I
3: know. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll get right. together
1: again this. Yeah, we'll obviously one podcast is not enough for us. Right? Yeah, never. So. All right guys. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you so much for coming time. on. Can we get a Absolutely. can we get a quick pick, real quick, for the CIA? Jason, yeah, bud, you're an experiencer now.
0: I'm a, I. I fully believe that I am an experiencer. I have. No other way to chalk up those experiences to some sort of alien type inter- interaction. Okay. Whether whether it truly be angelic or demonic, I like. I I would have to I would have to lean toward alien. There you go. Especially the little the little green men guys like.
1: That just that just makes me think of the. You have saved our lives. We are eternally grateful.
0: From Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, I got those guys. Uh, they were creepier than those guys. Yeah. Oh uh, man, Jason. So, so so like a, some big stuff in there, dude. That's a heavy. So, that's a heavy episode. So them talking about all these, uh, all these experiencers or interactions, and the main message across the board coming out of there is take care of your planet, like love one another. Uh, You're not alone. Like to me, those are like pretty biblical concepts. Especially the take care of your planet thing. Like Adam and Eve were put on this earth to what? Be good stewards. To take care of the planet. Like that's that that was our job before the downfall of before sin entered the world. Like that's what we were supposed to do. Just enjoy this beautiful earth this beautiful garden and just take care of it and be fruitful and multiply it just keeps
1: I don't know why my brain works this way but as soon as you say a certain phrase like I immediately attach it to something uh, in pop culture so it's just like that one Michael Jackson song you are not alone (laughs) you know what I'm saying you know that song
0: Uh, Uh, it's too late for you to be singing
1: make a better place (laughs) (laughs) For you and for me and the song was probably written by an alien and then it could have been Michael Jackson
0: took it over it you could know? have been that's what I love most about the movie Men in Black <laughs> it shows all these aliens like and Michael Jackson makes a cameo with is Michael Jackson on the
1: <laughs> he's screen? in he's in. Men in Black Two. Is he? Yes, he's in Men Man, in Black it's Two. Been a
0: while since I watched those. Gosh. But like, yeah. Can you pull up my teacher? Like, <laughs> I always knew that woman was an alien. <laughs> like, I love that movie to death. Oh goodness. Both of them. Um, there's actually three. Yeah. Yeah, there are. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Two. Yes. So. And so Jason. Yeah, bud. Uh, we got any feedback you want to read? Um, no, not specifically. I just want to remind. People like we mentioned at the top of the show. Yeah. Uh, earlier this week, Carrie Jellick delivered an amazing sermon, and yes, she did. Uh, you need to listen to it if you haven't listened to it. And I guess that that that's like that one time I was abducted. Their show. They want to hear other people's stories, and that's what we do on this show. Except yeah. we hear stories about Jesus. Yeah. And Carrie wrote one for us, but she wrote it in a poem, which is just so creative and just masterfully written. And if you haven't listened to it, please go listen to it. Please share it. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. Not so we get famous, but so people hear it because people need to hear it.
1: Yeah. I totally agree, Jason. So,
0: Alex, I was kind of thinking, well, I mean, should we say, yeah, you go to our Facebooks and our Instagrams and Twitters and website, www.notyourpastorspodcast.com, write a sermon for us, blah, 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 all that stuff. Alex, so... A while ago, you and I, we actually had an encounter with an alien.
1: Oh, that's right. And uh, I completely forgot about this.
0: Yeah, <sighs> and we did as only Christians would do when encountering an alien.
1: We shared the gospel. We, with We them. shared
0: the gospel with that alien.
1: Uh, do Do you still have that audio?
0: Yeah, we're gonna play that. We're gonna play that to close out this show because it's it's fitting.
1: Absolutely. So everybody, have a good week. And always keep your stick on the ice and enjoy this conversation with our good friend, Garthak. Greetings, I am Garthak. I have traveled many light years and I mean you no harm. Jason, are you seeing what I'm seeing?
0: Yeah, but I don't know what he is. Excuse me, Earthlings, but I have a great need to speak with your leader. Well, Garthak, let me tell you. Jason,
1: what are you doing? I'm going to seize this opportunity. I'm going to share the gospel with them. All that I require are the coordinates to the location of your leader. Hey, E.T., I need a second to talk to my partner here. Ah, I see that you are life partners. We have heard of these earthlings on my home planet. No, no, no,
0: it's not like that. We have a podcast. Yeah, man, leave us a five-star review.
1: How do you leave five balls of gases held together by gravity? Man, Marvin the Martian can travel light years, but he doesn't know how to use Apple's review system? Alex, be
0: nice. He's not from around here. Plus, there are more important things we need to tell him. Jason, don't assume his gender. Ask him what pronouns he would like to use. You just called him a him.
1: Dang it. Well, all right. 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington, D.C. You'll find the president there. He has weird, like, orange hair. You can't miss
0: him. Yeah, and the skin to match. Is this your highest authority? Well...
1: Don't you start. He's not from this universe. What if he's like a Nephilim or something? Alex, you
0: don't believe all that Ken Ham garbage, do you? All the answers are in genesis, Jason. We have wasted too many opportunities, Alex. We have to do this. What if there's a chance... Please,
1: Earthlings, I must speak to your highest authority. It is a matter of great importance. The fate of our continuously
0: expanding universe depends on it. Alex?
1: I guess we have to.
0: Garthak, my friend, you can meet our highest authority right here, right now. Excellent. My patience has almost been depleted. Garthak... Have you ever heard of Jesus Christ? This does not compute. You see,
1: Garthak, 2,000 years ago, a man walked this earth. He
0: wasn't just a man, he's God's son, his only son. He did miracles and proclaimed the kingdom. But he was arrested and sentenced to death, death on a cross.
1: The most horrible way for a man to die.
0: He hung on that cross where God poured his wrath out on him. He yelled, it is finished! and breathed his last. It buried him in a borrowed tomb. So your leader was terminated? You see, this is where the story gets interesting. He didn't stay dead, he rose!
1: This does not compute, your intel is faulty. The only intel you need, Garthak, is the answer to this question. If you were to fly off in your spacecraft and get in an accident and die, do
0: you know where you'd go? Heaven or hell, those are your only two choices. I have transcended beyond this primitive. But how do you know? Just repeat after me, Garthak. Just believe these words in your heart. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner.
1: Earthlings, this has been an extremely negative experience. I shall depart.
0: Don't forget Garthak! Jesus will always love you! Alex, do you think we made a difference?
1: Don't worry. I left him a little something to take back to his planet. Would you do? Filled his spaceship with gospel
0: tracks. <laughs> we are bound to reap some fruit from this harvest.